You're listening to the New Beginnings Chiropractic and Life Coaching Podcast with Dr. John Baker, where we are dedicated to serving corrective care chiropractors, their staff, and mankind with multiple layers of excellent service, knowledge, and love as we continually inspire some of the happiest, most prosperous people in healthcare on our planet. Hello, Team New Beginnings, and happy August 19th. We must be having fun because time sure is flying. Today's topic is passion, purpose, and principle. Think of that, the three Ps, passion, purpose, and principle. What is passion? How about this, a strong and barely controllable emotion. What is purpose? The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Think about these words. What is principle? A fundamental truth or a proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or a chain of reasoning. Powerful, powerful, powerful words with powerful, powerful, powerful meaning. I want you to think about it. Passion, strong and barely controllable emotion. Well, I don't have time for that. I'm a scientist. Well, you got plenty of time because if you're that much of a scientist and you're trying to be in the service industry, i.e. a chiropractor or a chiropractic assistant serving patients, all the brains in the world means absolutely nothing without the connection. You know, I got to experience quite a few people this summer on a very intimate basis because of the fact that, you know, there wasn't as much getting out and getting around. Uh, You know, this year so far, we haven't even been on any of our vacations yet. Uh, We'd like all this uh, stuff, this COVID, this pandemic to settle down. And as soon as things get back to the new normal or get, get to the new normal, can't wait to travel and be around people. But I've noticed some things. I've noticed some really strong people who raise some really weak kids. I've noticed some really smart people who explain everything and don't let their kids or their, you know, patients or practice members or staff learn anything. You know, they're micromanagers. Even in casual conversation, they throw out facts without any connection. In other words, if we were having whatever, we're having uh, Chinese food, and somebody says, uh, wow, what is that? And, and the smart person jumps in and goes, well, that is Kung Pao chicken. It originated in Kung Pao in 1842. You know, I want you to just process that for a minute. Think about that. Think about how smart people sometimes have such a hard time communicating. And watch a country bumpkin like me. I don't know what it is, but it is awesome. We should order more. I want you to think about those two feelings. That's Kung Pao chicken. It originated in Kung Pao in 1853. I don't know what it is, but it's so good. We should order two more orders to go. And you might laugh, but if you're one of those people that's so smart, and listen, I always know I'm not the smartest person in the room, even when I'm there by myself. Like, I get that, but what I notice is super smart people tend to squirt out facts with no connection. And I got to tell you, nobody listens. So if they have patients, they don't have as many as they could. If they have a marriage, it's not as good as it could be. If they have children, they'll never be as good as they could be. Because if you have a choice of teaching your children 
knowledge and wisdom or connection, always say yes to knowledge, wisdom, and connection. We don't have to be one or the other. I don't have to be a bumpkin just because I barely got through school. I probably, you know, I'm looking at my library here. I read at least four books a month, four. Um, and you might say, yeah, Baker, because half of them you read two or three times. That's 100% true. Well, my comprehension was almost 100%, but I read at a third grade level. So I was labeled when Andrew Baker was about 17. I took the same test he did, and I was labeled moderately dyslexic. And all this time, I thought I just didn't focus. I want you to think about it. Passion, strong and barely controllable emotion. Purpose, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Principle, a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or a chain of reasoning. Let's go into passion first of all, our first topic of three today mixed together. And I was thinking about it. So I wrote this down. I'm passionate about chiropractic corrective care. I'm passionate about helping my clients uh, their families, their businesses, and them be better. I'm passionate about enjoying life with my wife, kids, and grandkids. I'm passionate about watching golf on TV. Final round lasts two hours only. I don't start watching Thursday. I start watching Sunday. And oftentimes, because we're playing, I spend a lot of time recording it so I can watch it without commercials. Same thing with MMA. So I'm passionate about watching golf and MMA and going on adventures. I'm passionate about writing and reading. Heck, I'm passionate about passion. Passion is the energy that keeps us going, that keeps us filled with meaning and happiness and excitement and anticipation. Passion is a powerful force in accomplishing anything you set your mind to, in experiencing work and life the fullest extent possible. Think about that. Ultimately, passion is the driving force behind success and happiness that allows us all to live better lives. See, read about knowledge. It doesn't sound that fun, but I do like having knowledge, but I love having passion. So I thought we'd start out our passion talk today with quotes that might inspire you to live a better life. And they may inspire those that you are around you to share and live a better life. Here's one. Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars and change the world. Wow. Wow. That was Harriet Tubman. Here's one from Nelson Mandela. There is no passion to be found in playing small, in settling for a life that is less than the one you're capable of living. Wow. Here's one from Anthony D'Angelo. Develop a passion for learning. If you do, you will never cease to grow. You know, that's an interesting one because I've often said when I'm not in a position to take on a new client because I don't feel I'd be the best coach for them, you know, I've said something that seems sarcastic, but oftentimes it'll change people's lives. And this is what it is. It's very hard to teach a person who knows everything, anything. And I got to tell you, nine out of 10 are like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Most people I deal with are idiots too. 
Hmm. And then that one out of 10, that golden egg that says, that's exactly why I need what you have, Dr. Baker. I'm flat. I'm not growing. Why are you flat and not growing? I don't know. I don't know. Here's why you're flat and not growing. When you cease to learn. So let's listen to Anthony D'Angelo one more time. Develop a passion for learning. If you do, you will never cease to grow. Learn how to be a better chiropractic assistant. Learn how to better be a better chiropractor. Learn how to be a better spouse. Learn how to be a better parent. You know, one of the saddest things in the world when I meet a doctor who goes, I'm really good at like, I've got all your scripts, but I just can't get new patients. My scripts, our scripts are a feeling more than they are words. And that same person says, you know, Dr. B, no offense, but I really don't want to talk about my kids or my marriage because they're great. I can just tell you, I've never met anybody with a great marriage who wasn't constantly trying to make it greater. I've never met anybody who lived by the two and a half rule, which Danielle and I live by, and that is that our children turn out to be two and a half times at least better than our best things. Her faith, her unconditional love, my drive, my tenacity, my ability to negotiate, my ability to realize the more I know, the more I know I know nothing. So reading, learning, it keeps you young, folks. You know, if I don't look at my driver's license, I don't think past 27. I figure I just know enough that I don't know anything. So I'm researching, I'm studying, I'm watching. You know, when half my grandkids were here this summer, it's like I'm watching everything they do. I'm not watching to judge them. I'm watching to learn how to be a kid. I'm also watching if their parents say, hey, is there anything better we could do? I want to have a good answer. If the kids say at some point, hey, what could I do, Grandpa? What would I be good at? I want to have an answer that's a thousand times better than anybody else. So I'm never judging, but I'm always observing. I'm an observer. So that was Anthony D'Angelo. Here's one from Oprah. You know, it's been three and a half years now since I started really embracing studying Oprah and the kindness that comes from um, from uh, her and her heart and her love. And Oprah is a complete human being more than any human being I've ever studied in my life. Now, some of you remember, speaking of kind, I studied Ellen DeGeneres for about a month. And she's accomplished a lot of great things and a lot of people love her. But she, if you ever watch her, she's not Oprah. She's sarcastic. She's a little, uh, she's a little argumentative. She's literally carries herself as if because I make so much money and I'm so popular, just do as I do or I'll push a button and you'll disappear. You don't get that from Oprah. You don't get that. So I study Oprah and Oprah is probably one of the most complete human beings I've ever studied and it's in my heart and it's on my goals to not only have my book accepted but promoted by Oprah, secondary to me meeting Oprah person to person and sharing some time, which means I would say, hi, you're incredible. And I probably wouldn't say another word because my word would have zero value compared to hers. I'd rather listen to her talk to me for 10 minutes than me talk to her for two hours because I don't know what in the world I could teach her. But I know everything that comes out of Oprah's heart, her mouth and her mind, 
can teach me. Oprah Winfrey, passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you. Wow. Wow. Benjamin Franklin, how about this? If passion drives you, let reason hold the reins. I like that little bit of logic. If passion drives you, let reason hold the reins. See, we must act out passion before we can feel it. This is for everybody who says, yeah, I'm just not a passionate kind of person. Listen again. We must act out passion before we can feel it. Passion, passion, see? You ever look at a couple, <laughs> this is going to be a little funky, but just bear with me. You ever look at a couple and think, there's no way they've ever just had a passionate you know, afternoon and just loved on each other and kissed and teased and played and made love. Like, it's impossible. They just don't. They're too mechanical. You know, and I, when I see people like that, I think, man, that must be terrible. I'd much rather be a country bumpkin that goes, you got to try this than a scientific genius who says, well, um, the children are sleeping. We have 45 minutes. Would you like to engage in uh, lovemaking? I know that sounds weird. And you might be thinking, what's this have to do with chiropractic? I didn't tell you today was about chiropractic. I told you and I shared with you today is about passion, purpose, and principle. Now, could you apply passion to your job as a CA, I bet you could. Could you apply passion to your job as a DC? I bet you could, see? And then you have to ask yourself, what are you passionate about? Are you passionate about talking to people? Well, in the office, flip that switch and be passionate about engaging, embracing their needs and your need to have them share their needs with everybody else. You know. Dr. Herline and I for years worked on how do we turn every patient we're lucky enough to serve into a chiropractic missionary for Baker Family Chiropractic Center? See, I got to tell you, it wasn't about grinding in our philosophy. It wasn't about grinding in our technique. It was about loving on those folks. And I got to tell you, you know, New Beginnings, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but you folks are some of the best loving, serving CAs and DCs I've ever met anywhere. And if you get a chance to be super scientific with no connection, you stay you because you are awesome and you can get better. Okay? We must act out passion before we can feel it. So you got to act like you're passionate before you'll ever even know what it is. And that's the answer. That's one of the biggest answers to life right there. So many people say, you know, even, even my daughter who I, I, you know, I just as a rule don't brag on my kids. I let other people do it. But she's so amazing. But I got to tell you, you know, if she doesn't tell me pretty soon what she wants to do with her life and where she's going to go, I, I can't expect her not to be surprised when her mom and I, you know, take off and start traveling the world and spend more time in Naples than we do in Steamboat Springs. I just, there's nothing I can do. We've prepped you. We've prepared you. And if, you know, what I would say to her, like I'm sharing with you, if you're waiting to find your exact passion, go create it and be happy. Embrace failure. See, if you decide, you know, like I would say to Marquette, if you decide you want to be a medical doctor, you want to be a chiropractor, you want to be a nurse, you want to be in the clergy, go do it. And guess what? One week, one month, one year, five years, 10 years into it. If it's not your thing, 
<laughs> now you know one less thing that you need to pursue. See, passion. We must act out passion before we can feel it. We can't expect a brand new CA, maybe who's never been to a corrective care doctor or a chiropractor. I'm like, I prefer they've never been to a chiropractor than they've been to a relief care chiropractor. Or worse yet, they worked at a relief care clinic, and now I'm going to try to transition them into corrective care. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. I'd rather somebody goes, Dr. Baker, I have never been to a chiropractor. I've never worked for a chiropractor, but I can tell you this, after listening to you and Candace for 10 minutes, I want to be a chiropractic assistant or I want to be a chiropractor. I'll tell you, that's that person who says, I don't know what this is, but you got to try it. As opposed to the person who says, well, you know, if you do have a subluxation, there's a good chance if we adjust it specifically uh, for a number of times, we could reduce the subluxation and we could improve your health and you could feel better. No, 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 no. Like, don't throw up on the earpiece. We'll move on. We're going to move on to purpose. Purpose, the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Think about that. Think about that. For which something exists. Here's a couple quotes on purpose. If you have a strong purpose in life, you don't have to be pushed. Your passion will drive you. Ah, now purpose <laughs> drives passion. I want to share that with you one more time. If you have a strong purpose in life, you don't have to be pushed. Your passion will drive you there. See? See, when you look out at a field and, and maybe that field needs to be harrowed, maybe it needs to be aerated, maybe it needs to be watered, maybe it, the fences need to be tended, you know, when that's your property, you should look at that and just embrace it. See, the other day, I, you know, it's sort of funny, but not. So I laugh at myself a lot and hopefully you folks do too. But the other day I was looking at a, about a $140 sleeping bag that was out in the horse trailer and pretty much thrown in a garbage bag. And I got to tell you, I was so mad. I would have burnt the garbage bag, the sleeping bag, and the trailer because, you know, I just get to a point where I have to say, who takes the best care of stuff? The people who pay for the stuff. So I want you to think about that. As a CA, who's the best CA? The person who owns that position. As a doctor, who's the best doctor? Well, the head doctor, no. Who's the best doctor? The doctor that takes pride in serving those patients, see? So I say, you know, I say to my granddaughter, I go, see, you know who takes the best care of stuff? And it was so beautiful because her amazing mom jumps in and she goes, you do, huh, Em? We do. And I was like, yeah, because I was about to say the guy who pays for it, like that go-to dad phrase. Of course, they don't take care of the house the way you do. They don't pay for it. Of course, they don't do it. Like, you got to think about this. If you have a strong purpose in life, you don't have to be pushed to do things. See? Your passion will drive you there. New refrigerator two weeks ago. Push the ice machine. It blows ice all over the floor. <laughs> it blows ice all over the floor. I bend down, pick it up. I go grab paper towels, clean the wooden floor couple days later we have some other guests here and you know a grown woman pushes the ice three or four pieces drop on the floor she literally looks around I'm in my living room which is in that room and I just out of the corner of my eye I hear the ice hit the ground so I watch she looks around nobody's there and she pushes the ice 
like under the refrigerator, under the counter. This is, this is an amazing human being, but I got to tell you, this is the kind of person, and, and expectations will wear you out, but this is the kind of person I would have expected to bend over, pick it up, wipe the floor, you know? My little grandson pushed on it, five, six pieces of ice come out. He goes, whoops, picked everyone up. And like a little boy, an excellent little boy, he didn't go grab a paper towel, but he did with his little socks dry all the spots, see? And I look at that and I go, interesting. If you have a strong purpose in life, you don't have to be pushed. Your passion will drive you there. Watch this. You know, this is like if you remember uh, my last podcast where I talked about um, uh, Will Smith talking about, you got to be careful who you hang around with. You turn out like that. He goes, I only hang around with winners. Even in my family, if one of my kids doesn't own up, I won't talk to him again. Now, I think that was meant to be a, 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 a joke. But at the same time, I totally get it, see? But he said what? Look at your last five texts. Look at your last five social media posts. Look at the last five social media posts you read. Those are who you hang out with. That's who you are. Oh, no, Dr. Baker, I just happen to be... Nah, that's who you are. Will Smith, he's smarter than me. But check this out. Here's a quote on uh, pur purpose for you. If you hang out with chickens, you're going to cluck. If you hang out with eagles, you're going to soar. Think about that. If you hang out with chickens, you're going to cluck. If you hang out with eagles, you're going to soar. One more, one more, if you'll allow me. One more on purpose. And this is a very, very well-known dude. Buddha. Buddha's quoted, Your purpose in life is to find your purpose and give your whole heart and soul to it. Wow. See? So I would say to you, that it's this, and to my daughter, Marketa, and to anybody who's willing to listen, if you're doing something and you, you sort of dig it, see if you could fall in love with it and really dig it. But if you're doing it and you really, it seems like a lot of work and you have to be reminded and you have to be pushed, find, find your, your purpose, see? I mean, don't be disrespectful. I got to tell you, if I'm a CA and I'd be a great one, or I'm a DC and I am, and I'm a great one, I would tell you a great one would leave a two, three, four, up to six-month notice when they left. You know, I've had two CAs in 30 years give a six-month notice when they left. And the very first, they didn't know each other. They were two total different decades. But the very first one who did it, she, she looked me right in the eye and she goes, I've decided I'm going to write a book on how to be a CA. I'm going to lecture on how to be a CA. And that's what I'm going to do. And Stephanie did it. But she left me a six-month, you know, she said, I'm, I'm going to leave in six months. And I said, Stephanie, wow, that's amazing. What are you going to do with, like, are you going to be focused for the next six months? She said, it's going to take me six months to find the right person and train them so I'm not leaving you guys hanging. Like, like I was dumb, I got to tell you. We found that person and we, uh, we replaced Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie was replaced uh, two months into the six-month leave. So I gave her a four-month stipend. She gave me a six-month notice. I honored her word. I gave her four months of, a di of pay because she found the person and she got them up to speed in two months. And I gave her that and, you know, she went on and she teaches. She does what I do for CAs. And I got to tell you, you know, that was amazing. The other gal was same thing. She made a decision that she was going to stay home and she wanted to be a housewife. 
She dreamed all her life about succeeding, succeeding, succeeding. She was making more money than anybody she knew as, as my head CA. And at the same time, she said, you know, I just want to take a break. You know, I'm working three days a week and I know I'm getting compensated for seven, but I want to thank you and I want to go. And I said, okay, what's your plan? She goes, well, I'm going to give you a six month notice today. And that lady was replaced within six weeks. And again, I wrote her a check for four and a half months. The reason I'm telling you this is, is if you hang out with chickens, you're going to cluck. If you hang out with eagles, you're going to soar. But listen to Buddha. Your purpose in life is to find your purpose and give your whole heart and soul to it. Wow. Wow. That helps me understand how people can be so fanatical about their beliefs and their religions, see? You know, I, I read that and I wondered if I, you know, as I'm developing my faith, trying to follow some of my dear friends um, who have such strong faith, um, and, and, you know, two of them that stand out are certainly my wife, Danielle, and certainly uh, Dr. David Barton. I just, I learn from both those beautiful, beautiful people every day about faith, see? And I wonder, thinking about this with you, if my purpose in life was to find my purpose and give my whole heart and soul to it, what would it be if I gave my whole heart and soul to my creator? How much more could I serve? How much more could I give? How much more could I do? See, think about this as we finish up on purpose. Because God is never cruel, there's a reason for all things. We must know the pain of loss because if we never knew it, we would never have compassion for others. And we would become monsters of self-regard, creatures of unalloyed self-interest. The terrible pain of loss teaches humility to our prideful kind has the power to soften uncaring hearts to make a better person of a good one. You know, I'm going to just go into that just for a moment with you. I've been on a interesting little journey for all my life. <laughs> and, you know, I arguably some people could say maybe the first 17 years were much tougher for you than they ever should have been. I say, nope, they were exactly what they were supposed to. But you never met your, your father or had a father. That's exactly who I was supposed to be. That's exactly what I needed. That's exactly why when my children, our children range from 39 to 16, I can be so much better now than I ever was 20 years ago for the older kids. I believe I did the best I could until I knew better. And when I knew better, I did better. Interestingly enough, if anybody really wants to know, I'm much, much stricter on my younger children than I ever was on my older children. And most people would say I was the strictest dad in the entire neighborhood, maybe universe. Well, I'll tell you, I didn't soften up on my strictness as I learned more. I hope that helps you. It won't unless you do something with it. Third topic of the three P's, passion, purpose, and principle. Remember, we've got the three P's. That's where we're going today. Principle, a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a chain of reasoning. Wow. Here's some quotes on that. When you see no present advantage, walk by faith, not by sight. Do God the honor to trust him when it comes to matters of loss for the sake of principle. 
John Baker, simple terms, do what's right, especially when nobody's watching. Quote two on principle, he had preserved the best part of her and made it his own, the principle of her scent. Hmm. Nothing will bind the eyes of man quicker than the touch of compromise. A principle not compromised is a principle worth dying for. A dream not compromised is a dream worth living for. See, here's one. I would rather be an opportunist and float than go to the bottom with my principles around my neck. Listen closely, folks, when you're fighting against things instead of for things. I would rather be an opportunist and float than go to the bottom with my principles around my neck. And then the last quote for today on principle from Thomas Jefferson. On matters of style, swim with the current. On matters of principle, stand like a rock. Folks, those of you listening to this recording, you are the best of the best of the best in your industry, which happens to be corrective care chiropractic. You are the best of the best of best amongst the best. And what I love the most is each and every one of you knows you could be so much better. So if you want to have more money, give more money. If you want to have more love, give more love. If you want to have more friends, be a better friend. If you want to have more patience, take even better care of your patience. Passion, purpose, and principle. Enjoy. Baker out. Thank you for listening to the New Beginnings podcast. To learn more about New Beginnings and our three levels of coaching, head to our website at chiropracticlifecoaching.com. While you're there, be sure to grab our free PDF titled Directional Communication, where we'll give you simple step-by-step instructions that you can implement this week in your office to improve your doctor-patient communication so your patients will get the message and gladly pay for care. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Get ready to serve more people, work less hours, make more money, and have more fun.